This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Ambulatory Surgery Center's podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Taylor Sarah, COO of Youngstown Orthopedic Associates in the Orthopedic Surgery Center in Ohio. Taylor, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks, Laura. I'm happy to be here. Now, I know we've got a lot to talk about. It's very exciting um, to have your 20th anniversary um, for the Surgery Center this year. But before we dive into uh, my questions, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Um, so, uh, Chief Operating Officer of Youngstown Orthopedic Associates in the Orthopedic Surgery Center, which is our ambulatory surgery center. Um, I started with the ASC as their administrator and have, uh, you know, been with, with this team for about 10 years, probably about three to four years ago, transitioned into overseeing uh, Youngstown Orthopedic Associates. So, um, you know, a similar physician team of orthopedic specialists and and in total have been with with these physicians for about 10 years. Fantastic. Well, I am excited to talk with you because I know that the Orthopedic Surgery Center is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year as a physician-owned ASC. And I, I know there's no small feat, especially in the current environment and climate, to have a physician-owned surgery center really be thriving for that long. So from your perspective, what has been the key to the surgery center's success? Yes, it's 20th year anniversary, like you mentioned, it's, it's uh, a very exciting uh, time for us, a very exciting year for us. Um, there's a lot, lot going on uh, that I think we'll get into here, hopefully a little bit uh, further on in the podcast. Um, but, you know, if I were to coin a phrase of our success over the past 20 years, it'd be visionary leadership. Our founding physicians, orthopedic surgeons, saw the value in ambulatory surgery centers, you know, 20 years ago. And I think there and our ability to adapt and evolve to keep pace with the healthcare environment over that time has positioned us uh, for now uh, and for future success. You know, as you mentioned, there's there's definitely been challenging times in healthcare um, and with you know independent positions um, over the past you know years. Uh, but I think them wanting to create freedom um, has been the backbone of our success, and I think. Uh, this mindset of, of freedom has enabled us to drive uh, value in our surgery center through, you know, technology, autonomy, uh, and efficiency. Got it. I, I think that makes a lot of sense, you know, and I really appreciate you uh, focusing on, obviously, the freedom, the autonomy part, which is a huge draw for surgeons um, in, in particular. And then, too, looking at how technology can support that, and obviously all ASCs want to be really efficient. And so when you think about uh, the Orthopedic Surgery Center, how have you been able to leverage that technology and really the expertise and visionary leadership of your um, founding physicians to uh, pivot with the times and, and really um, create a business model that is sustainable for success as well as looking at growth in the future. I, I know there are some exciting projects upcoming, but when you think about just that that vision and then the ability to lead through a, a hard time, um, you know, what really, I guess, would you say to other administrators who are sitting in a similar position of a physician-owned surgery center that's trying to figure out what the heck they're going to do um, next to, to really be able to, uh, you know, um, grow and thrive the way you have uh, in the current market? Yeah, good question. And, you know, I tend to, to, to look at things on a, on a macro level um, as well as a micro level. And I think, uh, you know, some things that, that, 
we've done here most recently and are looking to do into the future and in 23, um, you know, from a micro level, we, you know, looked at our service lines and, and said, you know, how can we improve? Maybe where can we grow? And specifically for us, you know, in our community, um, we, we felt the need for growth in, in foot and ankle and spine services. And so um, in 23, uh, we are adding additional foot and ankle surgeons to our existing service line, and we're bringing in an ortho spine surgeon to create an outpatient spine center. Um, you know, we've been performing outpatient total joints since about 2015. Um, and shortly after that, right away, jumped into having a vision to create an outpatient spine center. Um, you know, it's, it's taken a little bit of time. Uh, we've, we've expanded our pain management practice. And so um, with our current pain management practice and adding ortho spine, um, it's going to create more access to the full spectrum of, of spine care at our surgery center. Uh, from a, from a, uh, a macro level, um, as part of a five-year plan that is coming to a close, we broke ground in April of 2022 uh, to construct a 36,000 medical office building that's going to be connected to our ASC. Um, you know, I think this shows uh, a commitment from our leadership team, uh, uh, a vision of value-focused individuals um, that has a goal to deliver innovation and access uh, to a full spectrum of musculoskeletal services on, on, on one campus, you know, creating the, the ultimate value proposition to our community. Um, and, and this campus will have rehabilitative services, uh, advanced imaging, all of our um, orthopedic subset specialist physicians will be housed on this one campus, um, and it'll be connected to our surgery center. So again, you know, we think creating um, the ultimate value in, in driving innovation and efficiency on one campus for um, for our patients. That sounds like in a really amazing uh, opportunity, obviously, with the medical office building to grow and develop and, uh, like you said, create this very important, um, you know, model of, of orthopedic care that you can deliver so many different services within the same space and really serve patients better. Um, I know that, as you mentioned, is slated to open later this year. Are there any other excited projects on the horizon and how are you really thinking about growth and development in 2023? Yeah, I think, you know, we're, we're focused on, you know, with, with all that we have going on, again, from adding uh, and growing our, our service lines to, um, you know, seeing this 36,000 square foot medical office build complete. Um, you know, we want to stay focused on, you know, some of the micro level things that will go into maintaining our our efficiency and, and, and even driving more efficiently efficiency with bringing all this value. Um, so I think, you know, with these things, there's um, a lot of, a lot of coordination, a lot of communication. Um, and again, overall efficiencies that need to be, that, 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 that we can't lose sight of. Um, I think, I think uh, our coordination and communication with, with all of our uh, medical um, experts is, is very strong. I think that's, you know, the value in surgery centers. And, you know, I think we've talked about that, uh, but not losing focus of that in, in doing um, what we need with our team of experts to not lose that as we continue to grow and expand. So I think in 2023, there's going to be a lot of focus on, on, you know, maintaining our communication to create better outcomes in the future. 
I think that makes a lot of sense, you know, and it is really great to hear. And so um, thank you for going through all of that with us and exciting that you're able to grow and develop. And I know that, you know, this year likely won't come without challenges either. I mean, thinking about where we're at uh, currently with the economy, inflation, a lot of different, you know, I guess, cautionary um, words in terms of the financial situation. So you know, what challenges are you anticipating in this coming year and how, you know, are you thinking about meeting them or, or creating a strategic plan to overcome some of those challenges and issues? Sure. Good. Um, you know, good question. I think this is um, top priority for for our healthcare leaders, you know, trying to understand some of the current challenges that we've been faced with, as you mentioned, you know, financial uh, cost increases. Um, is at the forefront and the top of, of all of our priority list to, to understand and, and to create strategies to um, combat, overcome. I think, again, you know, specifically for us, it is, you know, making sure that we're aligned um, and, and ready to, to move Youngstown Orthopedic Associates into our new medical office building that that uh, is on our ASE campus and just the overall transformation of the campus. Um, you know, a tremendous amount of moving parts. Um, so I think that the coordination has to be there. And again, we're always, you know, from a construction standpoint, we've, you know, we've continued to, to manage and, and understand costs and, and streamline timelines um, with, with supply chain issues. So I think it's to continue to keep a keep a, a finger on our pulse of, of this ongoing transformation of our campus. Um, but I think, you know, more high level, it can, you know, I think staffing is, is, is going to be a, a continued issue. Um, and I think it's easy to say that. I think leaders are challenged with not just saying that and being aware of that, but trying to find strategies and spend time and, and identifying how do we engage uh, and retain our healthcare workers, right? You know, what makes them tick? You know, what makes them feel involved and a part of the team um, and a part of, and a part of the culture? Um, you know, what changes can be made to affect the culture? Um, so I think it's it's really um, time spent on engaging and retaining our healthcare workers is is going to be a um, a strategy to find the solution for um, you know in 2023 and beyond. Um, and always, you know, I'll add, I think, um, continued communication with payers uh, to discuss uh, reimbursement strategies. Um, and I think we can do that through, you know, we, we're all throwing around data analytics and, and data-driven outcomes. I think for us internally um, to be able to uh, obtain data, the correct data, there, there's a lot of data out there. I think all of our softwares and our systems provide a lot of data, but I think uh, capturing and collecting the right data to show high-quality, low-cost outcomes and to be able to share those with uh, with our peer, peers and colleagues, um, and, and I think most importantly, the payers, um, so that we can align in our mission um, in, in moving forward with, with uh, you know, data-driven, um, efficient care. I think that really makes a lot of sense and, you know, is hitting home on some of the really big issues that we're hearing not only from ASCs in healthcare organizations, but, you know, uh, companies and businesses across the board. I think when you were talking about, um, you know, some of the staffing challenges in particular, do you see, or I guess, have you seen in recent months, some of the, um, you know, more 
some of the, I guess, volatile workforce uh, slow down a little bit, or has it still been as challenging as it was, you know, in, in 2021, 2022? Um, you know, I, I think it, 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 it has slowed a little bit, it seems. I think, you know, there, there's been a little bit of stabilization. I think, uh, at least from what we're seeing, is, is the pool of, of talent um, has seemed to increase um, and there's definitely been more evaluation of candidates, uh, more discussions internally with our HR teams. And I, and I think, you know, to your point, you know, better, better outcomes here most recently with, um, you know, acquiring talent and, and retaining talent. So I, um, you know, I think we're optimistic. That's good to hear. And I also wanted to ask you just a, a quick question as well about looking at the data side of it. Um, you know, I, I know that, is something that is so, so important in healthcare today, whether it's working with patients and just to have your own internal data. But then as you mentioned too, looking at um, having that information going into payer negotiations and, and really um, making sure that you know the business is able to grow and thrive in a new, more digital um, ecosystem. So you know, when, when you're thinking about making investments in the technology that it takes to really capture data in the right way and organize it and use it, um, you know, what are those discussions like with the physician owners and how do you really make sure you're making the right decision in terms of bringing on the um, technology and infrastructure to, uh, you know, bring this practice in this new facility into, you know, the data-driven healthcare space? Yeah, well, I think the owners, and, and specifically for us, which are physician owners, they have to see value in it, whether that's acquiring um, technology to uh, improve clinical operations, whether that's to acquire technology that um, is going to show business business growth, uh, you know, more from a, uh, an analytical, um, you know, uh, uh, accounting side of, of things, you know, they, 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 they want to see value. Um, and I think, you know, our, our business teams to to work to understand, you know, how, how to how to compile that data, whether it's medication management, infection rates, more efficient, faster surgeries with 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 less use of uh, supplies. Um, us understanding how to uh, acquire that data and aggregate that data to to share with our physician teams is crucial. And I think. You know, we've been able to do, we've been able to do that, um, which has resulted in, you know, us moving forward with with uh, orthopedic robotic equipment, um, us being able to have more detailed um, analytical discussions with payers to show them the efficiency and the and the quality of outcomes that we provide, and not just saying it, but actually showing it. Um, and educating people, and I think educating the payers, um, you know, they, I think, do a pretty good job of collecting a lot of data um, that they show us, and, you know, we're able to return data um, to show them, you know, how we think we're doing um, and how we think we need to do and the support that we need to be able to, to provide the care um, that, that, the, that the data is showing. So, um, you know, I, it's, an, it's an evolving um, conversation and it's it's not going away. Um, and again, I think for you know smaller physician-owned firms, um, you know, understanding you know third parties and outside folks that um, do this all day, you know, how they can help um, 
to show value, I think, you know, that's, that's one of the things that we're going to look at here in, in 23 is, is who can we engage with, um, whether they're, they're orthopedic vendors or others to help us, uh, you know, capture more meaningful data. Fantastic. I think that makes a lot of sense, you know, and it really sounds like you are in a great spot to continue the success that you've had over the last 20 years, hopefully for 20 more years and many more to come after that. No, we're excited. Um, you know, we got to share in an opening, you know, as we relo- relocated our ASC in, in 2019, um, which was a great, um, you know, year for us to move into a new facility. And then again, now with our medical office, um, in 2023, at the same time celebrating our 20th anniversary, you know, we have a lot of good things to share with our team, with our physicians, with our community. Um, you know, I, I think it's only going to improve our culture and, and um, the buy-in from our staff. Um, so, you know, I think it's important for us, you know, for me, for our leadership team to capitalize on all the good, you know, all the good things that are going on and, and to tell that story to to our community i think that's that's going to be another thing that we need to pay attention to here early in 23 um you know how do we share all this with everybody because there's been you know a tremendous amount of of work put in you know from our team of of clinical um you know experts our physicians um you know a tremendous amount of hard work through through three very hard hard years um and i'm just uh really excited about the effort um, and, and the result of, of our team here. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fantastic discussion and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thanks. Laura. always, uh, always fun to do this. Always fun to, to talk about these issues with you. Uh, I look forward to doing it again.